Hello and welcome to Unapologetic with me, Robin McNeil, identity coach and mentor for coaches. This is the podcast for the entrepreneurs with the complex mind as we pick apart the intricacies of running a successful business. Enjoy conversations with incredible guests from around the world. And of course, you'll get to hear my inner bitch firsthand as I dive headfirst into the topics we often shy away from. Ready to be unapologetic? Let's go. I know we don't want to admit it all the times. I know we want to help everybody. I know that if the world was a wonderful place and people could get coaching and mentorship for free, that you would do it for free if you knew that every other aspect of your life was taken care of. But that's not reality. This is a luxury. It is. It truly is. And we have ways, and we can talk about those ways later, we have ways that we can give people access to that luxury experience. Today we are talking about access versus accessibility. And we're talking about this because it is actually something that affects most entrepreneurs no matter what stage of business they're in. In fact, I actually work with this problem with access and accessibility with my high multi-six figure and seven and eight figure clientele. Why is that? Well, because when you are making more money, usually the volume of people that you're serving has gone way, way, way up. And you have to start limiting access. And let me tell you, if you are there to serve, which all of the women that I work with, their heart is in service. They also want to make money, but their heart is in service. The money isn't their only motivator. Seeing women succeed often is. Now, if you're that type of person, you can also sometimes have people-pleasing tendencies. And when we have people-pleasing tendencies, and especially when you're a high achiever, you've probably already suffered once or twice or more from savior complex. You want to help everyone, even at the expense of your own mental health. That's a topic for another day. So when you start to grow, the conundrum comes up of how much access can you truly give to yourself? How many people can you have within your close proximity? And the answer is not as many as you would like to. And this is where the issue of access and accessibility comes up. And by the way, you've probably experienced this before. In fact, for those who are in the beginning stages of your business, you're probably experiencing this right now where you are looking at access versus accessibility. And that's, that is the thing. There is a difference. Being accessible doesn't mean that people have to have immediate access to you and your brain and your services. At the end of the day, coaching and mentorship is a luxury. I know we don't want to admit it all the times. I know we want to help everybody. I know that if the world was a wonderful place and people could get coaching and mentorship for free, that you would do it for free if you knew that every other aspect of your life was taken care of. But that's not reality. This is a luxury. It is. It truly is. And we have ways, and we can talk about those ways later, we have ways that we can give people access to that luxury experience. 
But for the most part, for a majority of your clients, you are going to have to look at accessibility in a different way. It is not going to be direct access to you, especially as you're growing. And this is particularly important for anybody who is um, who is looking to have children in the next few years. Because believe me, once you have a child, you have an entirely an entire other human that you are reserving space for in your brain. And, and those little people, they reserve a lot of your brain space. They really do. All the moms who are listening are like, yep, I get it. You are going to need, it's it's a need. It's it's not a one. You are going to need to clean out some of that space that you're holding for clients. Because once you have that child, they are moving right into that empty space. And pretty much every room in your house. But that's another story. <laughs> so you are going to have to limit access to yourself. So here's where the conundrum lies. When we hear about pricing, when you hear some business mentors and coaches telling you that you need to value yourself and price yourself higher, we also start to unconsciously embody that message and we tie our value and worth to that price tag and to what people are paying us. So when it's time to implement accessibility, and to give programs that have less proximity to us, we automatically feel devalued or unworthy. And we also feel like the people that are coming into those programs should be worthy of accessing you and your brain and your expertise. So here's how you need to reframe that. Remembering that if you are if you're launching a membership, for example, or a group coaching program or anything of the sort that gives more people more access to you at a more accessible price point, because let's be honest, most of this issue does revolve around can they afford it and who can afford it. So in offering those programs, you can feel good about the fact, and this is your reframe, that they are still getting access to you. It is your knowledge, your experience, your strategies, your frameworks that they get in those programs. And that's valuable. That's why people hire you. Think about all of the knowledge that they get from one single course that if you were to coach a client through that with no additional materials, there was no resources available, it might take you weeks or months to do the exact same thing. They are getting that. And yet we devalue it because we are putting more value on access to us and proximity to us. It's actually been an interesting thought process for me to go through. I have realized that a lot of my clients actually get more value from having Voxer with me than they do from calls. We need calls. Like, don't get me wrong. I need calls. But we can actually bust through a whole ton of topics, any sort of mindset issues through Voxer. And we can actually do it faster because we're doing it in real time. When things come up, I'm able to address it in real time, not two weeks from now when your next call is scheduled. I do place value on calls too. But with Voxer, I can take more clients and I can serve more clients in a day. I can serve right now. I've got... Um, nine one-to-one clients and I can serve every single one of them in Voxer and still have lots of energy for my family at the end of the day. 
What I couldn't do is nine singular coaching or mentorship calls in a day. That would be even too much for me in a week. They have, interestingly enough, direct access to me, but they aren't in proximity, meaning I don't have to show up on a call and they don't get my undivided attention for one hour all of the time. Similarly, in group programs, I have removed all one-to-one access unless you decide to pay for that separately. And that was a really hard decision for me considering I am very passionate about coaching. I do have lingering savior complex issues and I do believe in the power of one-to-one support. But I've also come to realize that that one-to-one support isn't needed all of the time. I can give people accessibility to me through my program Unstoppable. They get my courses, my programs, my knowledge. All of and and like let me tell you, these mini courses that I'm coming out with are just fucking phenomenal. And they are bite-sized and they are actionable. And the clients that are joining are seriously blown away by it. They get all that, and I can point them in that direction. And they don't have to pay me a high ticket price for that knowledge because they can just go and grab it. And then when they have questions, they can bring it to the group. I am making an accessible lower ticket program just for those people that are ready to take action. And I think that's key. You have to attract people that are ready to take action in any option that is more accessible. That's not going to be the case for everybody. You are going to get people who don't take action. You are going to get people who think they need that one-to-one support. And that's where you have to stand up as the leader of your community and advise them on why and when they might need that one-to-one support. That has been a game changer for me, quite honestly. The game changer has been letting my clients direct their one-to-one support In fact, my one-to-one clients, they can book calls whenever they please. I have opened that door, kicked it wide fucking open for them to just schedule it as you please. And you know what happens? I don't have a full calendar. I don't have a calendar full of calls because the expectation isn't that they just book calls to book calls because that's what they paid for in their package. The expectation is that they utilize my support in the best way possible, that they utilize me for Voxer for the daily tasks, for that day-to-day accountability, um, day-to-day coaching, day-to-day problem solving. And when we have to work something that is a little more intense, it might be a mindset block, we might need to do actual deep mindset strategies and techniques, um, or it might be a strategy session where we sit down and we hash out an entire launch strategy. Maybe we do that over two or three days. That's been done too. But none of them take advantage of it because that's not the focus of my programs anymore. The focus isn't, you get this many calls with me and you get... Voxer support here and there, I guess. <laughs> and I say that because I, I feel like there's this stigma against Voxer support. I feel this is a whole other topic. I'm going to write this one down. We're going to do a whole episode on Voxer support. 
But for too long, the industry has put an emphasis on one-to-one support that those individual calls to say that that is the most transformative and um, uh, it's almost elite type of coaching and support that you can get. And yet I have found that to be the opposite. And this is something that I... I kind of, I find it hard, but I kind of want to play with in group programs. How we offer supporting group programs, does it need to be bi-weekly calls? Does it need to be weekly calls? Does it need to be monthly calls? Or are we scheduling calls as necessary? Interesting topic. Would it devalue a program to do it that way where people aren't going to necessarily know or see when they get those calls? But knowing that they will get them and when they get them, they're going to be so freaking powerful. Because what I see happening more often than not is when we have a set amount of calls or set dates for calls, people show up as if it's just routine. They're no longer showing up to be motivated. They're no longer showing up to get work done. And I'm talking specifically about group coaching programs. The mastermind that I run, actually, it's completely separate topic here. But group programs where we might have a more singular focus, I notice that people stop taking action after three or four months because it has become comfortable and it has become routine. And this is where I have started to think about pattern interrupts because this is, you know, pattern interrupts are actually a very, very um, good way to stop these cycles of comfort and, um, ugh, word is escaping me, but like unproductivity, if you will, (laughs) just staying in the zone and never pushing forward and never taking action. What if we were to use a sporadic call schedule as a pattern interrupt? I feel like I've gone off on a, on a totally other topic here, but it is important to think about this when you're thinking about access and accessibility. I can throw that in and I say, you know what, we, we're going to do intentional calls. I will schedule the calls as I feel we need these calls. You will show up ready to get on those calls. And all of a sudden, we're going to have a different environment and atmosphere for that program than if I said, we are just going to get on calls every two weeks. That is for those programs with an intentional goal setting. And also, it puts the focus on the curriculum, on the courses, on the mini courses that I have in there, the trainings. It's going to focus them more on doing that back end work which is what we want them to do. I did a poll, and in that poll, I asked, in your group program, how many of you have completed all of the modules? When you've done a group program, have you completed every single module? Out of 35 people, two had finished modules from front to back. Varying programs, varying entrepreneurs, but two people said, yeah, I finished it. A lot of people actually DM'd me and they were like, yeah, I never go into that stuff. I just joined for the one-to-one support and the community support. (laughs) Um, And like, hey, hand up, I've done that too. 
we can flip our understanding of accessibility and access if we start putting the focus less on the amount of access people get to us, live access that people get to us, and push it more towards the resources that you have available, and then the ability to ask questions and help customize that support. When you think about access and accessibility, start to think about that instead. What can you give them? And what can you give them that's actionable? The reason that I started to break up my longer programs into these micro courses, like they're not even mini courses, they're micro courses. I have one that is on smashing your sales calls. And it is a, I think we're at six six lessons. It's six lessons on how you can effectively convert clients on a sales call. That is a micro course. I have another one that is on pricing for profit. Now, that one's kind of turned more into a mini course because I added a whole component on money mindset, but money mindset is important, but it, I mean, money mindset could be an entire micro course. I have taken topics out of my courses and I have created an entire micro topic on it. Why did I do that? Because of accessibility. Because I wanted people to be able to take that one problem that they're struggling with, buy my micro course, solve the problem, and feel fucking phenomenal about themselves. Too often, I see programs that are stacked to the fucking nines with information. And apologies, I'm swearing a lot today. <laughs> but I see them just stuffed with with information of all the lessons that entrepreneur has learned. And as much as that's great, it also can be incredibly overwhelming. Having these very focused micro courses, it's like, okay, I've got a problem with pricing. Robin has a pricing micro course. This is how our brain works, right? It is creating that connection. I'm just going to go find the course, do the course, take the action. Boom, done. How accessible is that? And even for the clients in Unstoppable that do get all of that, they get everything, their mind is going to make those connections that this is a course, this is a course, I go take it, I take action, away I go. This course solves my problem. And I have that very specific problem to solve. I did this because I noticed that even with my mastermind, none of them, not none, most of them weren't even going into curriculum I had built, curriculum they'd asked for. And often they would start asking me questions. And now I've started to be able to refer them back. And I'll tell you what, I haven't seen a group of women who have worked with me who have taken more action than the group that I'm working with right now. And that's not to say that the past women didn't have that ability. They just didn't have the right support for me at the time. I'll be honest, if I had implemented this a year ago, two years ago, where I said, okay, we have a problem with pricing, I'm going to create a micro course on pricing, and here it is, and go take it and do it, and then we'll talk, they would have taken action a long fucking time ago. Accessibility doesn't have to mean direct access to you. It can mean direct access to the knowledge that those clients need to solve a problem right now. So if you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're having the struggle of, I really want to help people who are new too, 
that's fine. But start to think strategically about how you can help and serve those people in a way that aligns with your energy. Because if a group program doesn't align with your energy, then don't do one. If you would rather do a live training, do that. If you would rather do masterclasses, go ahead. If you would just rather get into groups as guest experts and be paid for your time there, just do it. But those are different ways that people can be accessible to you, including your free content, by the way. Let's not forget the free content. People can get the information they need if you give it, and you can give it as much as you want. Access is proximity, and that's a luxury. And as you grow, you are going to find that you are going to have more people in that need for accessibility. If we think about that triangle, that pyramid, there are going to be a lot more people at the bottom of that pyramid that can get into your world and do it at a more accessible price tag for them and still have direct access to your knowledge through your curriculum, through your programs. And as they grow, they can move themselves up the pyramid to get closer and closer and closer proximity to you, to get more one-to-one access to you. And that pyramid is only going to get bigger and bigger at the bottom and smaller and smaller at the top as you grow to multi-six, seven, eight, and so on figures in your business. Because in order to get those figures, you need those people on the bottom. So my last little tip for you today is to think about how you market your programs, your services, and start to put the focus more on the knowledge that they receive, on the problems you're going to solve for them, and less on their proximity to you. You've been listening to Unapologetic. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with others or leave a rating and review. Your reviews help more women to find this podcast so they too can be unapologetic in life and in business. 